Today's episode is brought to you by Musical Theatre Radio's Merch Store. Looking for that perfect gift for someone or just want to treat yourself to some great musical theatre themed merch? Head to musicaltheaterradio.com and click on the All Things Theatre button on the homepage and check out all the different designs available. And now, today's interview. Welcome back to another episode of Be Our Guest here on Musical Theatre Radio. I am your host, as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. If you are looking for a musical to see, today's episode is for you. When the calendar hits October, everything seems to be about Halloween and watching scary movies. And one, of course, one of the scariest of all time is The Exorcist. So it is perfect that from October 8th to the 23rd, 2023, Exorcistic, the rock musical, is being performed at The Box in New York City. To tell us a little bit more about the show and the production is the musical's creator, Michael Shaw Fisher. Michael, hello. John Paul, hello. Thank you for having me here. Oh, no problem. I love, you know, the whole station is built around trying to support new works and promoting them. So if I can do that, I'm a happy man. So I look forward to learning more about you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, awesome. So where, before where we get into the in? show, holy water, vomit. What's what's your what's your cup of tea? Well, don't don't give all the good stuff away at the beginning. <laughs> Save some of that. You know, once you hit that, where do we go from there? So, <laughs> let's find out how first how you got into the vomit and the 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 fun stuff. So let's get a thirty second bio. So my question is, who is Michael in thirty seconds? Um. Michael was born in Washington, D.C. in the 70s, just like The Exorcist. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I've been puttering around doing, I've done independent film. Uh, I went to USC, uh, got my uh, MFA in screenwriting and TV writing. And of course, as soon as I got out of USC, it was a, <clears throat> a massive plummet in the industry around 2008 and the agency that I was with was swallowed by Endeavor and all of a sudden it was just like what do I do and I found myself cast back into an early passion which was uh plays theater live theater and and I had never written music before and, and uh I've never written I've been in bands but I've never actually like sat down and dealt, dealt with it my stepfather uh when I was growing up used to force me to go to all of the old shows like Sondheim and like every, like I saw the original cast for Into the Woods. I saw the 10 year anniversary of uh, Sweeney Todd. Um, so I, I was steeped in this stuff, like it or not, it was beaten into my brain. <laughs> Although I, you know, it was an actor later and, and did tons of musical stuff. I never actually wrote my own thing. I would then take this really deep seated, uh, influence and use it to to put musicals together and i've been doing that now for for over 10 years in los angeles and you know it, it's went pretty well i got some awards and most importantly i got my wife to uh, want to kiss me she came out of nowhere from seeing one of my shows so i was like all right well I'll, I'll keep doing this and she's the director currently of exorcistic her and chad mcmillan Allie miller fisher is my wife and so note to all you people out there if you want to be kissed <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. She jumped me in a car because <laughs> of the show that she saw I did. So I was like, well, I, you know, I can't stop now. At least I've got one fan that matters. Nice. And sometimes that's all you need. You're right. So 
<laughs> I'm curious. So you you said you were into film and TV and stuff growing up, and and you saw shows when you were younger. But w- when yeah. did you start really appreciating it and and figure the arts was for you? Oh man, you know that's like that's that's deep. You know that's that's like back to when I was you know a kid going to day, you know daycare because my parents worked, being on my own, latchkey kid, tons of time alone. Then you find yourself. You know, once you outgrow ducktails, you find yourself writing poetry for four hours a day and trying to write songs for girls in the class to notice you. And so you could, you know, sing them to, to, to them over the phone. It's like this kind of thing is so intrinsic, I think, to our survival once you've been doing it for that long. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no separating art from yourself. It's just kind of what you become. Uh, and I you know, written novels. I've got another musical coming out, another soundtrack that's that's going to be released in the next couple of weeks for a musical that we did a few years ago called, I'm going to say this, Dr. Nympho versus the Sex Zombies. And it's a rock musical. And it's very, like this, you know, very Rocky Horror influence. And I was very uh, Hedwig. I'm extremely school of Hedwig that changed my life. I wouldn't be doing any of this stuff. I don't really think if Hedwig and the Angry Inch hadn't been playing in the basement of the hotel I was living in, in Jane Street in 1998. And then I went down and saw what David Bowie was coming to see and Lou Reed was coming to see in Amman and everybody. I was like, what is this whole thing? And that just blew my mind. That just changed everything. Very nice. Very nice. Well, Let's talk about the show. Tell me a little bit about the uh, the production history of uh, the show. Right. So we did a run of it back at the Hollywood Fringe. It's where it premiered. And this was in 2013. Now, I'm going to say it was supposed to happen in 2012. But I'd gotten a very polite email from the writer of the novel, the film, and the producer of the film, William Peter Blatty. And he had reached out to me and was like, can you just not do that this year? I've got this play happening over at the Geffen, which is of course, big theater in LA. And they were planning to go to Broadway with this. Mm. Um, I think they might've gone to the West End after, but this was a, you know, a serious play, no music. It was, uh, this was Richard Chamberlain, Brooke Shields were in it and it was, you know, an, an interesting piece. I saw it, uh, perhaps a little low key, uh, but it was very true to Blatty's love for, you know, exploring the questions of, you know, faith. He's, he's such a an intense theologist. And uh, like, I, I've come to love his work later in years. But anyway, the point is, uh, that couldn't happen that year. So we pushed it off to the next year, which happened to be the 40th anniversary of The Exorcist. So that worked out well, and Blatty got to read the script, and he got to give me thoughts and give me his blessing, and we came pretty close to collaborating on an entirely different musical together based on another novel of his. So that was a lot of fun. And yeah, that that was how it started. So then I left this thing alone after we performed it at Sacred Fools. We continued the run there. Um, And I just was like, okay, I'm gonna spend a lot of time focusing on other things. It was about 10 years later. <clears throat> I knew I wanted to record the album and I knew I wanted to go back and really mount this thing for the 50th anniversary of my favorite movie. So 
it was going to be a big deal for me. And we got started on this way early, planning everything and getting the album recorded. And this is where we are now. So very nice. Very we nice. have now done Los Angeles. We've done Long Beach and we'll be doing New York. Well, so to tell us a little bit about that production that's coming up in uh, as of this recording, two weeks, <laughs> something two like weeks? that. Oh my gosh, I'll see you later. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, this production has been, I mean, this production has been uh, a love fest, really. I mean, and I know people say that, but I, I, I just don't see usually when I'm backstage at the show, so many people who are huge fans of each other. Um, and, you know, we all are just sort of, we, we come in and give each other our full focus, you know, it, every moment. It's it's so cool. It, and I always equate it to like this team, you know, of Navy SEALs or something going in. We're all completely tuned to each other. We're not going to leave anyone behind. And we have to adapt to all the various things. Like we're in a new location. We have to figure out, you know, how Allie and Chad want to sort of divide us or have us conquer the crowd. It doesn't matter if we're performing to almost a thousand people, like at a, con a convention, uh, Midsummer Scream, or if we are doing it in front of a house of, a, you know, seventy-five people. If if we are just flanking them, we are involving them. It has been such a cool thing, and the response has been fantastic. I mean, people have been claiming it as their own, nice. and that to me is the real compliment is if it becomes their precious thing that they are like, look, I've seen the show four times. Um, they wear their exorcist clothes, you know, they wear their like, some of them have their like Reagan tattoos or demon socks or, you know, rings that they've made from hand. Like it's really cool stuff. So yeah, it's, it's a fun thing. And I think that this show has really kind of shown me to what degree we can take the material in a very, what's the word, uh, big production style. I think when we did this before, it didn't have the video stuff that we, the component that we've included this time. It didn't have, you know, the, the massive insane lights and this choreography and just, it, there's a spectacle now. It It starts off very like, you know, like a reading yeah. of, of a musical and it becomes this massive assault of Broadway style theater, which is so hilarious. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about some of the performers in it. You've got a great uh, cast. Yes, we've got leading the fray. We've got Emma Hunton and I've known Emma for a few years she of course is in good trouble and has played Elphaba and many, many things. And she's no stranger to Broadway, but she is, yeah, she is the, the Megan character. We say Megan, not Reagan uh, on the album. It's part of the joke. And she is exquisite. She, and her commitment to the show as a producer, as well as an actor is way over the top. It's unconditional love on her part. Wow. Um, gosh, yeah, we've got Lee Wolf, who plays the movie star mom. We call Kate as opposed to Chris. 
and she, I've worked with her for years, uh, just going way back. I, th I think it's been like eight shows together, wow. musicals over the time, yeah. She's magnificent. Um, we had Brian Logan Dales from the band The Somerset. He was playing Father Garris, not Karis, Garris. <laughs> and uh, yeah, now no, we have Nick. And I, 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 we, the, the crowd, I mean, the, um, the cast has really just kind of been this sort of influx of people because sometimes people wouldn't be available. And so some people would come in and give their interpretation. Plus we've had this magnificent rotating, um, what is it? Or not even rotating, because sometimes they just go once and then they're done. But these, um, these guest stars, like my friend Brendan Hunt um, came in and he's, people know him from Ted Lasso and he came in as Coach Beard, right? And to have him play the possessed girl is just was <laughs> one of the most insane things you've ever seen. There's a lot of drag. There's a lot of beauty in just a person taking a part and making it their own and playing up the insanity of it. And then, of course, magical vomit from the film. But we do it in a, with an effect that is a, a little secret, and I won't tell everybody at home what it is. Unless you might, you might see it if you look at the trailer. But okay, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Great cast. I love everybody. Gabby, they're awesome. Everybody. What about the production team, the directors, etc.? Yeah, uh, Chad McMillan is is been here. He's been a staunch supporter from the sh of the show since he first heard it. And uh, my wife Allie Miller Fisher, who is very much the mama bear and gets into a lot of like Chad is very spectacle oriented and. And Allie is extremely actor, beat, you know, the scene work. She really works people that way. So everyone has really thrown themselves in. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think who else. In terms of the New York production, there may be some differences because I know some props are going to have to be made specifically for New York because they can't cross the country. So I don't know who's doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, Thomas Keha did the sound and Thomas also produced the album and he's a master of all things sound and he's incredible. The sound has never been better for any of my shows than it is for this show. Uh, Michael Tioli was the arranger and he is a friend of mine of years and collaborator and I adore him and his work is, is wonderful. You know, so he was a music director and of course the arranger. Uh, who else? We've had a great band. Man, the band, I'm going to miss those, that LA band. We're going to get a new band. We've, we've got Elmo Zapp, who's going to be leading the band in New York City. And he is a master as well. Just, I've worked with him. He, he transcribed a musical I wrote, which was a sequel to A Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. He's a really lovely person. Nice. Well, congratulations on, on the production and getting it on its feet. So I guess here's the important part. How do people learn more about it? Where do they get tickets? How do they listen to the, the cast recording, uh, the social medias, all that important stuff to get to know you better? They're not supposed to do any of those things. Don't don't encourage them. Listen, and thank is, you. For, that's it for today's then. <laughs> that's it. No, no, no one should see this move. No, no one should see this musical. No one should listen to it. Um, it is It is a foul bit of business. It is going to completely to contaminate your mind. 
No, I mean, yeah, no, uh, check it out. It, it's on um, Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's on all places streaming the album. If you want to get a little bit familiar with it, get in on some of the jokes before you show up. Um, there are some places which require the audience to sing with us, and we all just kind of jump in singing your mother sucks in hell. Um, <laughs> you can fill that word in if you know the film. Uh, and yeah, uh, and also if you want to get tickets, it's available on Eventbrite. So we, we are up there. And the website, I think it's HRS Productions is the website. It has the link. HRS.com? I'm not quite sure. But if they I go to Eventbrite, that. they just type in exorcistic, Ex they'll be able to find right, it. Right, exactly. Exorcistic. And exorcistic is like narcissistic, right? It's just like me babbling right now about <laughs> how great the show is. That is, that is the joke. Um, exorcistic, um, and yeah, and for everybody who, who's not familiar with it, it's uh, it's going to be insane because it is a little bit of a musical within a musical about a theater company that puts on a parody of The Exorcist and ends up cursing themselves. So it, we go completely insane in the show. <laughs> that sounds awesome. So just on a personal note, I know you mentioned uh, you have an, another album. Do you have anything else coming up that you can talk about that you want to promote? Well, the, the um, I've got a novel that I'm going to be putting out within the next year. Uh, and else, uh, I'm working on another musical adaptation of a film, which, I, you know, I find these things to be really cool because if you're doing a parody, you're not just like ripping something to shreds, right? There has to be like love for the thing. Yes. And I'm really interested in parodies and adaptations that aren't just one level of parody, that there's something else happening. Like I was telling you about that really stupid idea of like, um, <laughs> of like total recall brought to you by Taco Bell and how absolutely like, you know, that would be a comment on not just parody of total recall, but a parody of, product placement i think that there's got to be some there's always new ways to do these things which are attacking some aspect of our society as well as really showing some of the silliness of the show but at the same time because the reverence is there the music has to be good it, it can't be some hokey tinkering of what we know to be a Broadway style, right? Yeah. Because first of all, if it's done well, it's going to be sacred to that person. So it's like, give them really is great music. And in the context of certain quotes, just change the, the context, play against what might, people might be expecting for like um, a girl getting possessed, you know, make it, make it silly, make it insane, but also make it good music so i take all that very seriously it takes a little while to get it out though very cool well congratulations like i said um i'm actually going to be in town for the very last performance i come into town on the 23rd so oh you I, seriously are yeah i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to i'll, I'll figure it out i'm coming at like eight in the morning so oh. the 23rd so well, that's I'll, gonna I'll be crazy that the... you know that final performance is gonna be just it's <laughs> gonna be all left on the stage body parts nice. crucifixes uh saint christopher medals um that sounds awesome but cool 
Well, um, again, thank you so much for coming on today, letting me know about your show, letting everybody else know about your show and what you are and introducing yourself to the world of my listeners. So congratulations on the show. Thank you, Jean-Paul. Absolutely. Thank you. It's been wonderful talking to you, man. No problem. Now, we were just speaking with Michael Shaw Fisher, the creator of Exorcistic, the parody rock musical, which plays October 8th to the 23rd, 2023 at The Box in New York City. So make sure you go check that out. Tune in next week as we'll speak with another guest or guests about their life, love and passion. That is musical theater. I am your host, as always, Jean-Paul Yovanoff. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.